0: Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is the internet is now censored. I talked about this yesterday and the article I talked about said that it was coming. But this article says no, no, no. (laughs) It went into effect August the 25th. It is already now in effect. And we're going to talk about that. Before we get to talking about that, let me encourage you to join Prophecy Club. These 30 years we've been going I always wondered why God had me call it Prophecy Club, and I guess now I know, because Jason Meeks had this dream, in case you haven't heard it, it's up on our platforms. Anyway, he was told that Prophecy Club should start asking people to join it for as little as nine ninety a month or more, of course, and this is going to carry us through some hard times that America and the whole world is about to, to be hit with. So, we're starting now. We're encouraging you to join Prophecy Club, and that's going to be for $9.90 a month. Now, I might add that by the time I get down to this program, we might have to do something different, uh, as in probably more. But again, we will talk about that. So, we encourage you to become a member, and also, uh, while it's not summertime anymore, it seems like it is because. Uh, It's just pretty tight around here, so if God has blessed you and you can help us, now would be a really good time. Also, I encourage you to click subscribe and also click the bell and share with your friends and remind you that, yes, this Friday night at 630, we have our Bible study. And we have monitors now so you can ask questions. And if we have people of unscrupulous means get on there, they will be quickly kicked off. ProphecyClub.com, Facebook, and YouTube. And it's not just Bible prophecy. We actually read the Bible. Okay, so let's talk about Internet censored. A draconian new law went into effect on August the 25th. Yes, it's already in effect. That institutes extreme censorship of the Internet on a global basis. You recall yesterday, I read a vision that was given to Maurice Scholar back in 1985 that this would happen. And it has now started. So, a vision 1985 just came to pass August 25th. A draconian new law known as the Digital Services Act. And it's kind of like the Patriot Act. It seems like every time they pass a law for our benefit, it's really not for our benefit. And the Digital Services Act is actually removing services. It went into effect in the European Union on Friday, and it establishes an extremely strict regime of Internet censorship that is far more author- authoritarian than anything we've ever seen. From this point forward, hordes of European Dem- Dem- Democrats, too. <laughs> bureaucrats will be the arbiters of what is acceptable to say on the Internet. If they discover something that you have said on a large online platform, that they simply do not like, they can now force that platform to take it down because someone in Europe might see it. So even though it is a European law, the truth is that it is going to have tremendous impact on the entire world. From this point forward, nothing will be the same. It is being reported that the DSA literally makes large tech companies, such as we're on, legally accountable for the content posted to them. And the European Union, this is from the, the law, okay, Digital Services Act has officially gone into effect. Starting August 25th, 2023, tech giants like Google, Facebook, Amazon, and more must comply with sweeping legislation that holds online platforms legally accountable for the content posted to them. In other words, now they can not only just delete your channel or delete videos or just delete you because they don't like you, but now they have to. Well, in my opinion, I don't think most of the platform is going to complain. They're probably applauding saying, now we have a reason to beyond just we decide we wanted to. Even though this new law was passed, and you will likely see far-reaching global effects as companies adjust their policy, policies to comply. Initially, there will be 19 giant online platforms that will be forced to comply with this new law. But, ranging from social media platforms to online marketplaces and search engines, and search engines the list so far includes Facebook, TikTok, X, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Snapchat, Amazon. Amazon? Okay, I mean, Amazon, you, you have to watch what you type in, searching it at Amazon. Booking, AliExpress, Zalando, Google Shopping, even when you go shopping, it's all monitored. Well, we knew this was coming. Wikipedia, Google Maps, Google, Apple's mobile app stores, Google Search, and Microsoft's Bing. We knew this was coming, prophecies have said. But starting February 24, 2024, the Digital Services Act will start applying to a much broader spectrum of online platforms that have fewer than 45 million monthly users. We are being told that this new law will establish clear rules that online platforms must follow. That will include censoring anything that is deemed false or misleading. <laughs> Okay, what does that mean? It means that if you say, "I,", I there's some words I can't even say right now. Uh, I, I've been told there's two words. If I say those two words back to back, boom, they'll delete our channel again. False or misleading? In other words, if we say something they don't like, they say that's false or that's misleading. And now it's not their opinion that they can delete the video or delete the channel. Now they can say, well, we're commanded to by law. Okay, so now European law, the home of the Antichrist, where he's going to come out of, is now telling even America, the whole world, what it's going to do and what it's not going to do. So what kind of speech is the DSA expected to police? Last year's Strength and Code of Practice on Disinformation defines this disinformation as false or misleading content that is spread with the intention to deceive or secure economic or political gain and which may cause political harm. Okay, now, do you think that that means we're not going to be getting any more calls soliciting? Nope. Do you think that that is going to stop the viruses on the Internet? No. Do you think that's going to stop the porn and all the other things, the evil things on the Internet? No. No. They want that to go forward. Bit of a soapbox there. <laughs> everything is heading toward evil, toward the Antichrist. And may I say directly, everything is heading toward our neck. When a time is going to be stretched, and we're going to have to deny Jesus, and we're not going to deny Jesus or lose our head, the code has already been put to work using during elections. That's right, you know, just like we're already hearing that there's another see I've got to watch my words already, but I'm already getting emails that they're already going to come out with another virus, a pandemic. Here come the masks the mask police, and all of this, well, it's to do the same thing it did the last time when it was an election cycle. And I think the ultimate thing is they want to have mail-in ballots so they can cheat in the election and put in their dirty man, uh, again, or woman. The code has already been put to work during elections and to respond to crises such as, see, I'm afraid to say that word. I'm afraid to say that word. And the war in, and it's, it's getting a little risky to say Ukraine. I'll go ahead and say Ukraine. All right, let's go on. And it really doesn't matter if material in European bureaucrats consider it to be false or misleading. It's actually false of misleading at all. In other words, they're going to do what they want to do. And now they're going to have a law behind them as a reason to do it. So what matters is that if online platforms do not comply with what they're being told to do, They're going to pay dearly. Online platforms that don't comply with the DSA's rules could see fines up to 6% of their global turnover. Now, the way we say that is up to 6% of their total deposits. That's a funny way to say it. According to the EU Commission, the Digital Services Coordinator Commission will have the power to, listen to this, require immediate actions where necessary to address very serious harms. A platform continually refusing to comply could result in a temporary suspension in the EU. Now, of course, these big platforms don't want to lose the EU, so they're going to comply. And if it affects the EU, they're not going to just turn it off just for the EU. They're going to turn it off worldwide because that's what they really want to do anyway. And so that means that hundreds of unelected EU bureaucrats will be in control of speech globally on the Internet. When? Now. A couple of days ago. Under this Orwellian regime, a team of hundreds of unelected EU bureaucrats will decide what constitutes disinformation and instruct big tech firms to censor it. The firms themselves faced with reputational risk and financial penalties will have little choice other than to comply. This can be done in all manner of ways, simply by human moderators removing content. Oh, it's not just human. It's AI, okay? They're tracking, they're monitoring, everything. Look, if you have Alexa in your home, and they say it's not listening, let me just tell you, I have Alexa, and I have it unplugged. The only time I plug it in is when I have maybe... The children over, and they need to hear children's music, and then unplug it. Or if, like, for example, we recently had my 70th birthday party, we plugged it in briefly for background music, then we unplug it. Why? Because it's like having a big brother in your house. Here's another thing. Your Apple Watch is listening to you. Your cell phone is listening to you. This kind of a phone is listening to you. You are being tracked and monitored every place. And an AI quantum computer is recording it all, analyzing it all, and one day they're gonna come knocking. And they're gonna say, You're gonna deny that, Jesus, or you lose your head. We've already made our decision what our answer is going to be. Anyway. By shadow banning problematic creators to reduce their reach by demonizing certain content and by tweaking algorithms to favor or disfavor certain topics or certain ministries. Pretty much all of them. Although, legally speaking, the DSA only applies in the EU once installed. Inside big tech firms, this vast content regulation apparatus will surely affect users' in the rest of the world. We are being told that these EU bureaucrats will also be working with trusted flaggers. <laughs> yeah, we want to have our trusted flaggers, right? To help identify content that needs to be censored. The DSA's trusted flaggers are entities with proven expertise in, I'm going to say, finding and flagging and deleting harmful or illegal content according to what they say. The new regulation provides that their content flagging shall be prioritized by platforms when moderating content. Now, what does that mean? Prioritized by platforms? Alright, could it be that the day is soon to arrive they're not going to be just doing this to platforms, but what if they are doing it to every channel? In other words... What if they start fining ministries for saying things like Coverstone said in his dream what, three four months back? Where they're going to start arresting pastors, pastors in chains, beating pulpits, burning churches? You might be tempted to think that you're able to avoid all of this censorship because you do not live in Europe. Unfortunately, that's simply not true. If you post something that someone in Europe might see, your content comes under the jurisdiction of this horrifying new new law. In other words, they may be saying it's not just the 19 platforms, at least right now it is, but they may be saying anything on the Internet that may include written things, that may include websites. How would you like to lose your website? Had you like to lose your text on your blog site simply because they didn't like what you said, that's where it's going. You need to brace yourself for a level of internet censorship that none of us has ever seen before. In addition, most of the large tech companies that must comply with this new law are based in the United States, of course. And it turns out that the Federal Trade Commission sent officials to Europe in March to assist The the U.S. is cooperating, and truth be known, the U.S. might have even come up with the idea and pushed the E.U. to do it. Assist with the implementation of this new law on U.S. soil. U.S. Senate Commerce Committee Ranking Member Ted Cruz, I think is one of the good guys, today sent letters to the FTC and I'll skip all that, demanding answers regarding the degree of coordination between the FTC and the EU to enforce the EU's Digital Services Act. Both foreign laws were written to weaken American tech companies, particularly in Europe. It's not just Europe. There are no corollary federal laws to the DSA and DMA making the FTC's efforts conspire. In other words, this is something that they come up with. So they've been sending agency officials to Brussels to actually assist in writing this law. In other words, the truth be known, probably U.S. officials wanted it because they want to shut down all the, the bad, well, I guess I'll go ahead and say it, Trump supporters. From this point forward, it is going to become much, much more difficult to share alternative views on the Internet. He says, personally, There will be certain things that I will only be able to share in my books. This is Michael Snyder saying that. And, of course, I'm going to have to say the same thing. Some things I'm only going to be able to share in my books or with my paid subscribers. All right, now that's where I wanted to get to. So it may be that what we may have to do is kind of put out an outline, kind of a summary, saying this is what our program is today. And then sent you over to prophecyclub.com or where you can watch. I mean, you don't have to watch this stuff on one of the platforms. You can watch it on our website and hopefully they aren't going to shut that down. We also have an app. Here we go. On a cell phone. I'm going to actually open my app and show you what it looks like. All right, now, I don't know if you can see this or not. So I'm going to push on the app. I'm going to open the app. There, it looks like that. That's our sealed. And then when you open it up, there you go. Now, it's kind of hard to do. Uh, all right, say August. See right here. I'm going to see where it says August. I'm going to push August. At least I think I'm pushing it. And it, as it populates, there you can see all of those programs right there. Now you just touch one of those programs, then you can choose whether you want it to be just playing audio, or whether you want to see the video. And, of course, it costs us less, costs us to actually play this. So it costs us less if you choose audio, but if you can, it's better you, if you can watch the video. But here's the thing. So let me just push on one. Uh, I think this was yesterday's program. There. See, it says audio or video. Then you choose audio or video. Now, as you're driving down the road or whatever you're doing, if you get a phone call, it'll just pause it. And then when the phone call's over, it'll start it again. And we've also all right here. here. Oh, oh well, I'm not supposed to tell you about that. That's a secret yet. But I'll go ahead and tell you. Okay, so <laughs> I didn't plan on talking about this. Okay, so let, let me jump over here. Okay, this is brand new. I mean, I just got this downloaded just the other day. Okay, so this is a new app that we're going to be bringing to you, right there, top right corner, and I'm going to push it. It's WatchProphecyClub.com. As you see that ad open up, you can see here soon. Now, not yet; it's still in beta pages, or beta testing. But anyway, soon, we're going to have Watch Prophecy Club. Now, let's get back to this. We have been thinking here at Prophecy Club we may have to start putting our programs behind a paywall. Not that we're trying to make money on it, but if we put it behind a paywall, then they can't shut it down. At least that's our understanding right now. If it goes on a website, they might still be able to shut it down because that's still on the internet. But if it goes behind a paywall, so I'm just, we we don't know yet. I don't want to put it behind a paywall. Just like if you notice if you go to ProphecyClub.com, you don't get barraged with all these crazy commercials. You may also notice we don't abuse your email. You don't constantly get barraged with things that we're trying to sell through our email. We don't do that, okay? And and here and I've I've been asked, don't you want to do that? And I say no. And and it says, do it Bible says, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. I don't like commercials, so I don't Put out commercials that are unnecessary once in a while we send them out uh, also just like fast track fast gap that is only for those people who want to fast and pray we do not ever ask for donations we do not send product offers there do unto others as you'd have them do unto you but we may have to put it behind a paywall simply to be able to tell you what you want us to tell you okay so it may be that here before long, I'm just letting you know, we may have to say, okay, these are the topics into the program today, da 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 and a brief little overview, you know, two or three minutes, and then send people over to whatever it is, Prophecy Club, uh, the website, or maybe it's the app, or maybe it's watchprophecyclub.com. I don't know yet. I'm just letting you know that we're going to do our best to continue to bring the truth to you, but frankly, it might not be easy. So anyway, read the last paragraph. Now this is Michael Snyder talking. I'm going to need to be more careful about what I share from now because I can say something publicly on the Internet that offends the bureaucrats in Europe, and I could get into really big trouble. So, I'm just letting you know right up front, this is where we are. This is the world where we're living in. And I had some other topics I was going to cover today, but I, I think that I've made my point. I want to say again, to close, thank you. I keep getting all of these birthday cards wishing me well. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. I have been humbled that so many people, and honored that so many people would take the time to say happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. I've, uh, it's it's totally busted me up. I mean, I'm, I'm just, you know, thank you. That's That's all I can say. I'll just say thank you. About two years ago, somebody sent me this email. Watch this. It was like 45 minutes long. Some lady talking in a church. And I emailed back and I said, Can you give me a time code? And it says, Just watch the whole thing. So I started just you know, clicking, just skipping through it, you know, about over five minutes. And this lady said something caught my attention. So I backed up. I started watching it. I wound up watching all of it. It was a lady standing in a church telling about the benefits of getting your own wheat, wheat berries, they call them, not seeds. They call them wheat berries. And then putting them into a grinder and actually making and baking your own homemade whole wheat bread. I thought, oh, that's interesting. All right, I'll try it. So I ordered a grinder and about 25 pounds of their wheat berries, and I made a couple of loaves of bread. And both Leslie and I really liked it. Leslie says, okay, if you're going to start making bread, and by the way, to this day, she's never made a loaf of bread. If you're going to start making bread, then you better get a bread machine because I'm not going to be needing any bread. So I looked, and I found a bread machine. I ordered the bread machine, and I started making the bread. And I not only did it taste good, but I discovered that I had more strength. I mean, literally, when I went to play racquetball, I mean, even the guys were saying, man, what got into you tonight? I mean, you're, you're running like the wind out there. You're really doing good. And I thought, I don't know. I'm just feeling strong. Well, because I think my body was getting something it was really needing, it wasn't getting him a regular diet. And I've come to find since then that wheat might be the closest thing to total perfect nutrition for the human body. I mean, after all, Jesus calls us wheat, okay? <laughs> he didn't call us right and call us rice. He calls us wheat. So I think that that's a gentle inference that that's really what we're supposed to be eating. Now, the problem is most of the bread you get in the store is not whole wheat. It has two of the three ingredients taken out. That way, it won't spoil. Yeah, that's right. It won't spoil because it doesn't have a lot of the nutrients in it anymore. They take it out and they feed it to pigs. So the best part of the wheat gets fed to the pigs. So anyway, I started making this bread. I started feeling good. And... (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I didn't have a dream, I didn't have vision, didn't have an audible voice, but all of a sudden it came to me in here that this is what Joseph used to feed the world during the seven years of famine. Remember there was remember the Pharaoh had a dream. There would be seven years of plenty followed by seven years of famine. And what they stored up, now the Bible also mentioned corn, but Ron White, when he found these giant underground Wheat storage. What he found in the bottom of his wheat, not corn, There was wheat there. You know, I mean, you, you store seven years of wheat for the entire world. It leaves traces. He found wheat. Now, it being it occurred to me, wait a minute, this is really better for you than a lot of this long term storage stuff these people are selling out here, and. He just kept showing me and kept showing me and downloading and downloading and showing me that God's way to have long-term storage food, God's food for a time of trouble, is actually wheat. So then I, I got more involved in it, started making more of the and, and I thought, you know what? I need to get some more of this wheat. Okay, now I'm gonna tell you something else. So <laughs> I called at the place whose wheat I had bought, not the ones I bought it from, but the who the people that actually put it out. Yes, you can get this in large quantities, but you have to buy 4,000 pounds. 4,000 pounds? Well, how much is that? And so I prayed, and I asked the Lord. I said, so am I supposed to buy 4,000 pounds of wheat? And long story short, well, I'll, I'll even tell you. I, since I'm on the subject, I'll tell you. So in my prayer closet, I said, Lord, if you really want me to buy 4,000 pounds of wheat, tomorrow morning when I go to push the little button to turn my computer on, as I touch that button, speak to my heart right then that I should get that 4,000 pounds of wheat. Sure enough, next morning, as I touched that button, it came to me, 4,000 pounds of wheat. I thought, tis money, not my money. (laughs) You know, I'm thinking, I don't have that kind of money. So I bought 4,000 pounds of wheat. And it says, what are you going to do with four pounds, a uh, four thousand pound? Okay, now what's that? Let's see. There's two bags is a hundred pounds. I think it's like a hundred and eighty fifty pound bags. I'd have to calculate it all out. We figured it up. It would take up uh, the the one parking space in our garage at our house. What are you going to do with that much wheat? Where are you going to put it? <laughs> I don't know. So. It came to me that they sent it out in these paper bags. Okay, so I know I've probably just destroyed this this message up, but I'm going to go ahead and finish this story. I thought, you know, they need to be putting it in pails. Nobody does that. So I ordered, you know, the whatever 180 pails or whatever it was, and we had the, about five guys from the church come over, and we literally poured the wheat out of the paper bags that can break and... Mice break in and moisture it ruins it goes bad, okay? We poured it into these five gallon buckets. Then I thought that's not enough if you want it to to keep for a long time. So what we did was put in uh, oxygen absorber bags, and long story short, I called some people I calculated how many of those we'd have to put in, and <laughs> you should see my my buckets. They're like, (laughs) (laughs) there ain't nothing in there but wheat because there's no oxygen in there. Anyway, so we sealed it all up. And I've got, oh, the rest of the story is. So then it kept, as a matter of fact, as we were putting the wheat in the pails that Saturday morning, so I walked in, I said, guys, I said, you're not going to believe this. I said, but (laughs) the Lord spoke to me to buy another 10,000 pounds of wheat. They looked at me, these big eyes like, what are you gonna do with it? I don't know. God told me to order it, so, <laughs> so I ordered it. We got buckets, but now we discovered it's better to infuse it with nitrogen. Long story short, so we started putting and then someplace in there came and said, wait a minute. This I need to offer this to everybody. It's not just for Stan, it's for everybody out there, all of the prophecy students. How do we do that? Well, Prophecy Club can't do this. I mean, this is, you know, like a business. So long story short, we started Joseph Kitchen. And I thought, I don't have time to do this. I do Prophecy Club. I've got to do uh, oil in Israel. So I called my daughter, which is supremely good. She's walking, talking business, understands business. She got it together, man. So I said, would you mind taking this? Long story short, she did, and it's a good thing, because she has made it really, really go good. Now, I guess I should conclude with sending you over there. So what I recommend you do, if you want to be on the church side of this, on the side to where you're offering food instead of standing in line for the food, then I suggest you go to josephkitchen.com, Get yourself a machine package. That's all of the widgets and gizmos you need to actually turn the wheat berries into wheat. Then I'm going to suggest you get as much wheat as you can possibly afford, like at least six people one year. I mean, it's most of a $9,000 to feed one person for a year. You can do it for about $1,000 a person at Joseph Kitchen. Now, go there. That way, when this revival hits... You're not sitting there with your hands in, empty. You're not in line. You're not twiddling your thumbs. Instead, hey, can somebody help me to make this bread? <laughs> you know, we got to have 36 loaves for lunch and 36 loaves for, for breakfast. So, you know, I mean, you're going to be ministering instead of begging. So you want to minister? You want to beg. josephkitchen.com. Terry Sokka, CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. So why should people go online or call you today? Seymour Hirsch, an amazing investigative journalist, laid out the case that the United States is the one that blew up the Nord Stream pipelines, hurting our very own allies. That is a nation that is desperate because their currency is on the verge of losing reserve status. That's not good for a United States dollar and why we better be protected. Terry Saka, Cornerstone com. Give him a call or go online today. Cornerstone com. Next is I'll send you to empshield.com. If you use the promo word prophecy, you get a $50 discount. What is that? Well, it looks like this. This is the one that goes into a car. Okay. And you put the red wire to the red side of the battery. You put the black wire to the black side of the battery, and the green one attaches to the body of the car. Then you peel it off right back here. Just peel that off, stick it inside of the, 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 the engine compartment of your car, and the whole point is when the electricity goes off or when some kind of a suitcase or nuclear, nuclear device goes off, this is supposed to be able to stop that device from destroying every computer chip in your car. Because if every computer chip is destroyed in your car these days, you couldn't possibly replace them all. Throw the car away. So, EMPShield.com, promo code PROPHECY.